We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Packaday Podcast. You can get all your Packaday updates by following us on Twitter at Packaday Podcast. And remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, or Spotify. And of course, you can always check us out at cheeseheadtv.com. My name is Andrew Bertick, and I am here subbing on a Saturday. So you're actually getting two days of me in a row, uh, whether you like it or not. And I am going to be taking a look at the injury report for both the Packers and the Panthers today and the impact on Sunday's game. Uh, the the first and, and probably most notable is going to be cornerback Jair Alexander, uh, who is listed as questionable with a groin. That injury is certainly the most concerning, and since it popped up kind of out of nowhere on Friday, it causes even more concern. On yesterday's podcast, we mentioned the importance of Jair having a bounce-back game against DJ Moore and how the Packers' cornerbacks are likely going to have to have a big game one-on-one against the Panthers' receivers. If Jair can't go, or if he's ineffective because of the injury, Green Bay may have to commit more resources to covering those outside receivers. And that's going to mean more space for Christian McCaffrey and Greg Olson. This is certainly one injury to watch, as those groin issues tend to be especially troubling for cornerbacks and can sometimes lead to some prolonged issues. The next injury that I wanted to mention was safety Adrian Amos. He was listed as questionable with a hamstring, and that's certainly another concerning injury going into the bye week. I 
I kind of feel like the Packers' defensive backs and hamstring injuries go together like peanut butter and jelly. And with the defense struggling with covering backs and tight ends, now would be a really bad time to have a less than 100% Amos. His rock-solid play really allows Darnell Savage to take more risks, and hopefully as Savage gets healthier, the duo returns to early season form. So certainly we have two very, very big questionables coming out of the Packers secondary, and then there was one doubtful, and that is tight end Robert Tanyan, who just cannot seem to recover from that hip injury that he suffered against Dallas. He is, again, unlikely to play, but hopefully the bye week will allow him to get back on the field. Tanyan... I think is a little bit more forgotten member of the offense, but his ability as a receiver is something the Packers are really missing in the offense. You know, Jimmy Graham and Mercedes Lewis have been much better recently, but Tanyan provides a nice middle ground between the two. Maybe not as good of a blocker as Lewis, maybe not as good as a receiver as Graham, but he he definitely offers balance, and that's something that Matt LaFleur looks for in his scheme. And that's really it. The The Packers are actually reasonably healthy with a nice stretch off after the Carolina game. And, you know, now moving on to the Panthers' side of the injury report, they have offensive tackle Greg Little, who is out with a concussion. He, he's a starting tackle for Carolina, and so that's important. And while Dennis Daly has filled in pretty admirably, it still means a backup tackle is protecting a rookie quarterback. So the hope is the Packers pass rush is able to feast on those two players. You know, a, a young quarterback may not be able to adjust his protections. If Petten can throw some things at him, that, that might confuse him pre-snap. And a very, for, uh, a very poor pass-protecting center in Matt Paradis, uh, along with that backup tackle in Dennis Daly. So so that's a, a really important one. Greg Little has a concussion. He has been out since week four, so that's been um, something that, you know, Daly has, has been able to fill in so far pretty well, but um, something that I'm sure the Smiths are looking forward to facing a backup tackle on Sunday. They also listed defensive tackle Vernon Butler as questionable with a back injury. And the Panthers' defensive line has already been really poor this season. And they are especially vulnerable to the running attack. And Butler might be their best support or their best run-stopping defensive lineman. So if he's not able to go, that is a big advantage for a Packers offense that is already looking to be pretty run-heavy on Sunday. And even if he can play, Butler's a big dude and he's having back issues. So you would have to assume his effectiveness would be pretty limited as well. Um, one more questionable for the Carolina Panthers, and that is cornerback James Bradbury. Uh, he also has a groin injury, so just like Jair, uh, dealing with the same uh part of the body and that's a potentially big advantage for Green Bay's passing offense and you know with some of the receivers struggling to get open a little bit with Devontae Adams just you know getting back into the flow of things having Bradbury either limited or not able to go is going to be a big deal so um, for the Panthers two questionable one out they have a pretty limited list of players on that injury list but part of that is because quarterback Cam Newton wide receiver Chris Hogan and defense lineman Kwan Short were already placed on the injured reserve list. So Kwan Short is probably their second best defensive player after Luke Keekley, and his presence is missed big time against both the run and the pass. Chris Hogan, he's solid, maybe not a spectacular player, but he brings a skill set that Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore just simply do not possess. And regardless of how bad Cam Newton was earlier this year, He's still a former MVP. He's still a guy that has given Green Bay's defense fits throughout the years. So while Carolina has been really impressive this year, 
those injuries really dig into their talent level and depth. And it's pretty easy to argue that they have really over overperformed in the first half of this year. So um, while that injury list may not be extensive, it may not be long, those are certainly some really impactful things that the Packers will look to take advantage of. And, you know, it, it does feel pretty fortunate as a Packers fan to be in the injury situation that they are now, which is relatively healthy. They still have their bye week in front of them. They still have a little bit of time to, you know, bring into the fold the guys that are just getting back on the roster, like a Jay Sternberger and Ibrahim Campbell, um, and certainly with Devontae Adams coming back from injury. And you look at other teams, the Carolina Panthers had to deal with, you know, their their star quarterback being out, um, pretty impactful defense lineman, probably their big um, free agent signing on offense and Chris Hogan. So, they're dealing with those kind of injury reserve problems that, that we've seen Green Bay deal with in the past. So while there may be some things to feel kind of down about after the Los Angeles Chargers performance last Sunday, there are some things to be pretty optimistic about, and that is that this team has looked really good at times. Uh, they still have uh, you know quite a bit of room where they can improve, but they're relatively healthy and their record is in going to set them up in a really great place. Uh, if they can find a way to come out on top against Carolina, they're, they're going to be setting themselves up for a really nice stretch run to end the year. One other thing that I want to talk about outside of just uh, you know injury reports and what's going on health-wise for this Green Bay-Carolina matchup was something that I tweeted out earlier this week. Um, and even though I, I threw it out there on Twitter, it's a topic I wanted to kind of cover on the show. And since I'm hosting this solo, I got, got a little bit more of an opportunity to do that. What, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Green Bay, obviously, is really fortunate to have back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks. It's it's not completely unheard of. I mean, of course, in San Francisco, they went from Joe Montana to Steve Young. Um, and then in Indianapolis, they went from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. So it, it's not unheard of to have this kind of success, but it's incredibly rare. And when you, know, you look around the league and it's hard enough to find a starting quarterback, much less a star quarterback, much less a Hall of Fame quarterback, and then to basically have no in-between where they didn't possess that that kind of player. Um, it's, it's really unique. It's really cool. But one thing that I think is especially different about the situation with the Packers is because both Favre and Rodgers were really without peers. And what I mean by that, Brett Favre came out after the flood of John Elway and Dan Marino and Jim Kelly and, and even Troy Aikman, who was a little bit after them. And really before that next generation of quarterbacks developed, the Peyton Mannings, the Tom Brady's, Drew Brees's. So he was essentially in his prime when no other quarterback in the league was in their prime. Meanwhile, you have Aaron Rodgers, and he came after Brady and Manning and Brees, right? He's, a, he's, he's at least five years younger than those guys. And he had established, and you could argue maybe a guy like Ben Roethlisberger too, but before this next crop of star quarterbacks, um, so guys that are emerging now like Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Pat Mahomes, whoever you want to include on the list. So it's just something that that dawned on me. It, it's quite a blessing 
to be in my mid-30s and have to really struggle to remember the last time there was a mediocre quarterback who was the true number one for my favorite team. Of course, we had to deal with you know some injury-riddled seasons lately where there was some backup quarterback play, but still, you knew that you had that franchise number one guy who was going to come back and, and lead the green and gold. And as we move further along in November, it is especially appropriate to give thanks for the quarterback situation in Green Bay when we are looking at our neighbors in Illinois and their continued struggles with a Mr. Mitchell Trubisky. But anyways, Sunday's game should be a really interesting one. You have a Carolina team that is riding the coattails of Christian McCaffrey and Luke Keekley versus a Green Bay team that needs to get back on the winning track because they're facing a game at San Francisco after the bye. So it's difficult to predict how this game is going to go, but it seems like injuries won't be a significant problem for the Packers. But that is all the time we have for today. This has been the Packaday Podcast. You can find me at Andrew Mertig on Twitter. Remember to also follow at Packaday Podcast. Please subscribe and rate the podcast if you like what we're doing. Tomorrow's episode is going to get you ready for the game. So listen in, listen early. Uh, You'll have an extra three-plus hours to to get ready for the game. Maybe throw on the Pack-A-Day podcast while you're tailgating. I'm going to be back next Friday with Kyle, and we're going to be taking advantage of the bye week to review how the 2019 draft class and the free agent acquisitions have performed so far in the season. So we're going to have a lot of content for you on the podcast next week to get you through that bye week, get you get you rested up and excited to move forward for the home stretch. But thanks for listening, and as always, remember... Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.